This episode is brought to you by the Lawn Mower 3.0. Are your balls <laughs> any point in the given day and are causing uncomfortable chafing on your leg? Fear no more! The Lawn Mower 3.0 oh. will make your dick root come. <laughs> Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to our Severe Case of Indecision and our Completely Biased Opinions with Ian and Tyler. You are listening to Sound Audits. How are we doing tonight, Tyler? Oh, I'm better now. I'm sure I am as well. This is a different setup we have going. Yeah, this is a new studio. Yeah, I'm not used to being in the crib with you. Like, your fucking get up. Welcome to my crib. Welcome back. (laughs) <laughs> the where it all began the corner of your room oh it is started. where it all began this is where it all began dude. i didn't even think of that no it was this wow, we started we were facing a different direction though we were, and we were both speaking into the same mic we were both we were basically cuddling around the same we, <laughs> we were arm we in were, arm leg in leg we were nut nuts <laughs> yep basically <Playing> footsie uh-huh. <laughs> oh, good shit good really memories good we'll play footsie now oh are. yeah wait. everybody oh for fuck's sake that's what sounds <laughs> <laughs> all right well hope you all are doing well um there's your uh dosage of gay for the episode hope you got it i hope you got it what are we talking about today tyler evermore by taylor swift this is the second taylor swift album that we've had to talk about within like the last 10 months 11 months when did she release folklore july again? 24th so yeah 10 months i have that right in front of me Eight so months i know what's up okay well for those of you who don't know Taylor Swift came back earlier in 2020 and basically completely reinvented herself as an artist. Ridiculous, already as it is, started work with, working very closely with Bon Iver. That makes me very happy just saying it, because I love Bon Iver. Bon Iver is one of my favorites. Love him to death. Do you speculate that there's anything romantic going on there? Or are they just chilling? Does she chilling? have a boyfriend? I think she I has a boyfriend. Know. I think it might be a cover, though. <laughs> I don't know. Bonavera is kind of gorgeous. Justin Vernon is a very nice-looking man. There's your second dose of There's gay. There's your second dose of gay. <laughs> Out of the 100, 150 that we have in front of us. It's like the vaccine. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Shit. So are we gay now? I'm not answering that. Okay. I'm not answering okay. that. I'm not answering that. I'm completely straight. I'm completely straight. My dick only gets hard for tits. <laughs> Is that sexist? I'm so sorry. Man tits, man tits. I'm gay as shit. <laughs> God, off What do you know about me? But this is the second set of songs that Taylor has released this year. And just to be clear, these are not short records. Folklore was like an hour and 67 minutes long or something like that. Or no, 67 minutes. minutes. 67 minutes straight, not an hour and 67. Fucking hell. 67 minutes. This one's like 63, 65, somewhere around there. This album is only one track shorter than the last one. Taylor Swift is popping the fuck off. Like, for real. For real, for real. She released her seventh studio album at the end of 2019. 
September, East maybe? studio album, Folklore, back last summer. And now here we are with Evermore. She's on one. She is on one. She, yeah. She's, she's on a songwriting high right now. I'm not, I'm going to be honest with you. Right now, I'm not complaining. I guess we can give a little bit of background on Taylor Swift. Recurring artist on the uh, on the show here. Her full name is Taylor Allison Swift. She was born December 13th of 1989. Imagine that. And this is, I guess, since Lover was her seventh, this is her ninth. This makes her ninth studio album. Good for her. Yeah, really. She's been at it since the early 2000s. Yeah, I believe wild. as like a country artist, like a child country star, like some Hannah Montana bullshit, all of those kid pop stars, like everybody, everybody on the fucking Disney channel had a pop career or a country career post the Disney channel. That, that's so weird. That was such a weird trend. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's important right now is that Taylor Swift basically turned her entire career upside down. Again, I feel like this is the second time because she made the transition out of country, obviously, into the pop stratosphere with massive hits, massive hit records entirely, not just hit songs. I mean, you've probably heard Shake It Off about 15 million times already and want to die every time it comes on. Or you still pop to it like Tyler does. I don't judge. I I don't judge. I don't judge. I don't judge. But fuck you. So we're here now. We're here. In 2021, we are recording this in the year 20, year of our Lord, 2021, <laughs> and, <laughs> and we have yet another Taylor Swift makeover completely. She's sticking with the more rootsy side of things, with uh, sort of the alt-country and folkier indie folk, some indie pop influence as well, just some more indie aesthetics with this one. She's still got Justin Vernon on the sticks here as well. I think she also had Jack Antonoff of Bleachers on this record. And Aaron Dessner and Marcus Mumford of Mumford and Sons. Really? She had a Mumford and Sons guy on here. She also had Chaim Sisters. She had the guy from the Chaim. National. Chaim. Chaim. She had the guy from the National on a track. And Mr. Boney. And Mr. Boney. Mr. Boner. Boner So. <laughs> Boner Bear. Boner Bear. Okay. All right. Yikes. This album came out pretty late last year, which is why we didn't get around to talk about it as soon as it got out holiday season and everything. But we're here talking about it now, and we are very excited, at least I am very excited, because there are some changes that I feel about this record that I'm very excited to talk about, some some shifts from the last one. Not necessarily an aesthetic or anything like that, but we'll get into it. Do we have any more prefacing that we need to do? I don't think we have much more prefacing. Everybody knows who the fuck Taylor Swift is, so I think we're good. Good? Good. Let's fucking get into talking about the music, shall we? Now a word from our sponsors. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Slim Jims. Do you love sticks of meat? (laughs) As do I. Thankfully, 499 count value pack is available. Go to slimjim.com slash sound audits for 20% off today. Are we legally obliged to say that that is not an actual sponsorship? We are not affiliated with the Slim Jims. (laughs) 
Just yeah. kidding. Grab your three foot long at the nearest grocery store. Fuck that. I don't know. Three foot long? Well, three foot Holy long. I don't know. Shit. I think they have like a... That's like a leg They have like gym. a foot and a half long thing. I don't fucking know. This episode is brought to you by the Lawn Mower 3.0. Are your balls <laughs> any point in the given day and are causing uncomfortable chafing on your leg? Fear no more! The Lawn Mower 3.0 oh. will make your dick root <laughs> We've got 15 songs here and an hour of material straight to talk about. I was wrong. It's not 63 minutes or 65 minutes. It's just straight an hour. We're not talking about the deluxe edition. Um, there were two more... Just tracks added on to that i believe tacked on to the end um we're just talking about the regular version the initial release of evermore so there's that also wanted to point out that i believe the first track willow made it to the top of apple music's hot tracks for like a week straight which is like fucking history dude that's like there hasn't been a song from a mainstream artist like that in our let alone in our lifetimes probably since like fucking bob dylan that's done that had a number one song like that i don't even know if i'm sure dylan had number one songs here and there he had to have i'm not good with that sort of history or anything like that so you can scream at me all you yeah, want the history the of charts are the least interesting i think really in music the history of the album charts because it's all very subjective and what appeals to the radio does not quantify if it's good or not. It's also, you have to it's a popularity think about the, game. the historical trends of what popular music is as well. Yeah, not a fan of that. Is yeah. what it is, is what it is. But the point being, like, the first track, Willow, I that's like, to my knowledge, pretty much music history that an indie folk track like that could make it to the top of the charts, at least on Apple. I wasn't looking at Billboard or anything like that. I was looking at Apple. Album debuted at number one on Billboard. Really? I did not know that. I just want to get out of the way right now. I'm not complaining. No? If if this is what people are listening to now, the, the majority of the population, at least in the U.S., it gives me hope in humanity. Like, my humanity restored all that bullshit. Like, I'm... That really makes me happy. There are a lot of accusations flying around Taylor Swift's name right now with the whole, like, she's gentrifying the indie genres and everything because she's this big pop star, and now she's bringing it to a wider audience audience and shit like that. I Shut think that's up. fucking gatekeeping. Shut, Shut up. the hell up. She can do whatever the hell she wants. You don't own music. No. <laughs> Especially, like, the indie genre, which is... Why do you guard indie? No. Fuck that. Yeah. Indie music is indie music. It doesn't... I don't think it stops being indie music to a point, even if, like, a major pop artist does it. It's just she's bringing those aesthetics and bringing them to a wider audience. Not the first time that's happened, but in this capacity, with this particular, like, folky aesthetic... I can't think of another instance. And it's not like she left a dumpster fire behind her. No. Uh, she did a good job. I agree. How could you be mad? I'm going to be honest here. People like to get mad. Right? People do. Isn't they, that the thing? Yeah. They like, I, I feel like Taylor Swift is one of those people that people love to hate. I think yes. she, yeah, like it's cool to, it's like Justin yes. Bieber or you're not any supposed other to like pop Taylor artist. Swift. No, no. And if you are, you're a normie. If you do like Taylor Swift, you're a normie. So call me a normie now, bitch. Yeah, do it. You <laughs> should see as library. You can call me, with this record, a Taylor Swift convert. I am now 
a Swifty. I am a fucking Taylor Swift stan with this new record. There you go. You heard it here, folks. Reputation is dude. my oh my god! Dude, shut up. That's right. the no, no, soundtrack no, 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 of no, no, my no, no, life. No, 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 no. Okay, hold on. Don't sully my name here. <laughs> I'm not. I'm throwing me. Okay, I'm throwing me out. Okay, there. don't sully our uh, collective name here. Okay, sorry. He prefers lover. <laughs> For sure, <laughs> gotta love the Brendan Yuri feature on me. <laughs> I don't even want to remember <laughs> that. With this new record. I think Taylor Swift improved on basically every front from Folklore. I don't know how popular of an opinion that is. I really don't. No clue. Absolutely none. But I stand by that. I do. I promise. This record is an improvement on the songwriting front. This record is an improvement on Taylor Swift's ability as a lyricist as well. Just her thoughtfulness, the level of thoughtful that she's at on this record. I've never heard a Taylor Swift song that sounds as thoughtful as some of the songs on this this record. She also, however minimally, cut out the fat a little bit. This record is slightly shorter than the last one, and I'm not complaining about that either, because the last one was a bit of a slog, and I feel like that was one of the things that really took away from it. But with this record, she cut out a little bit of the fat, and I can really appreciate that. And maybe that's just because she was in the middle of the songwriting sessions and she didn't have that many leftovers to put on here or anything. Which, don't get me wrong, this album is not leftovers from folklore at all. This is from the same sessions for sure, but... She just kept writing. She just kept writing with Justin Vernon and crew. And I'm not complaining. This album is really good. I feel like she really got in the zone with lyrics. Yeah. The lyrics and the storytelling were so solid on this one. Abs- dude. I, that's why I put, if you caught our top songs of 2020, you would know that I put a Taylor Swift song on there. It was the Hyam Sisters one. What? Nobody, No Crime? Yeah. Nobody, No Crime. Just because the storytelling on that track is absolutely incredible. Not just because the instrumentation... (laughs) 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 The instrumentation really reads like an alt-country song with a bit of an indie rock... No, indie folk flair, I guess. With a bit of rock edge, I guess, with the Heim sisters in there, you're gonna get that. But the storytelling is badass as shit, dude. I'm gonna be honest. It it reads as though, at least the, the way I interpreted it was that her friend goes fucking missing and she assumes it's because of her boyfriend or something. She ends up killing a dude. And it sounds really cool in the song. Like, it's actually badass. And there are some, there's some incredible lyricism on that track and on so many others here. Like, I can point out Coney Island as being one of them, even though it's not my one of my favorite tracks on the record featuring The National. Holy shit, is this track actually really sad. Like actually sad and not just like depressing to be depressing or like ooh boo hoo it's actually there are some deep feelings of emotional trauma from basically losing a loved one um is how i read the track and it actually like i was like after i noticed i was like oh shit oh shit i'm crying in the club right now dude i don't want to be doing this it's incredible though I... i really have to tip my hat hand it to her she did a fantastic job with her lyricism and the poetry that she did. Totally one-upped, like a whole leg up 
from the last record completely. I had that feeling on Gold Rush too. And again, it wasn't one of my so- my favorite songs on the record, but the lyrics talk about a protagonist falling in love with somebody who is universally loved by all and she's filled with longing and jealousy and, and eventually realizes that the fight in chasing this person is not worth it. Place it to a gold rush, right? Yes. Which very short lived. Correct. My favorite lyric for that, she talks about, or she says, at dinner parties, I call you out on your contrarian shit. And the coastal town we wandered round has never seen a love as pure as it. And then it fades into the gray of my day old tea because it could never be. I like the whole day old t shit. That's cool. Dude, like That's when you, you like I'm when you're listening to that, all of these images come into your head. Absolutely. Like you're actually you're thinking about this stuff. That feels conscious. I, I don't know. That yeah, that adds a different element to music. This isn't mindless music. This Absolutely isn't not. this is for this is on the forefront of something you're paying attention to. It's right it's right on the front of your mind. This isn't a background album for me. Is it just me or did Gold Gold Rush, like especially the beginning of it and everything, kind of read like a Coldplay song? Definitely. I was getting Coldplay vibes out the ass, dude. No, you're definitely right. And not in a bad way either. I actually really like the track. And I I know that this is, I think, the only song that Jack Antonoff produced on the album too. It's definitely so. I think that I definitely think that's one of his. There are also some more pop aesthetics though on this album. Don't get me wrong. There, also Taylor Swift is still Taylor Swift. Yeah, absolutely. There are also some whiffs of folktronica, probably thanks to Justin Vernon, of course, but on. A track like Long Story Short, where you have all of these wavy, sort of playful synths dancing all over the track with like almost like an EDM type beat, like a house type beat. There's the drum machine is absolutely incredible. And she brings in some actual drums toward the chorus of the track. But also like the melodies on this record are catchy as shit and not in the annoying way, like not in the usual pop bullshit type melody no i'm actually like humming these melodies in my head after i've listened to the song like days days after and enjoying it i'm bobbing my head along to it like hell yeah dude like the melodies on this record are really well written a lot of the times especially on a track like long story short there's also a lot of really clever songwriting tricks and little vocal ticks that she does two of the songs on here i believe they are tolerated and Closure, the second to the last track, are in 5-4 or 5-8, I guess. I don't know. Whichever you are more inclined to think of it in. But they're in a five-time signature. And I've never heard her write in any five-time signature. Which, like, pretty much blew my mind at the start of it. But also on Closure, she does a really interesting character switch. Um, where she's talking to this person through a letter, I guess. And... When she switches perspectives at the chorus of the track, she switches her accent very slightly to be more like Irish, I think. I think it's an Irish accent. But you'd think that she'd get, like, it's Taylor Swift. It's not like she probably couldn't get a different singer on there, like, I don't know, fucking Ed Sheeran or something like that to do it. But, like, I'm just saying, like, some British dude, I don't fucking, some redhead. But, (laughs) but... (laughs) She did it herself, and I feel like, I really feel like that should come off as wrong to me, but it 
actually comes off as clever and really well done, like not in poor taste or anything like that. It's actually really well, and it's an interesting character switch. And I just think it's very cleverly done. I really appreciated that. Also, the last track that Bon Iver is on, the developmental section, like the middle, where Bon Iver is just singing his heart out over this beautiful piano-backed folktronica instrumental kind of thing, and it just swells toward the end, and it dips, and it goes back just to that simple little piano melody and Taylor Swift's voice to carry the record out. Phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Incredible. And I also really like a lot of the plucky guitars, the acoustic guitars, if we're going to talk another about another through line through this record that I really enjoyed, were the plucky guitars on songs like Willow or Ivy was another one as well. And some of the pianos on this record as well, some of the piano backtracks like Champagne Problems, Tolerate It, Cowboy Like Me. I'm at a loss for words for some of the instrumentals here because, like, I could never imagine a Taylor Swift song sounding this classy or this well-written. Like, she actually just sat down and wrote some songs, and she's not a bad songwriter. And I think this plays directly to Taylor Swift's strengths. Very, very directly to her strengths. And I really appreciate that. This is so, so far removed from anything that she was doing two, three, four years ago. Even just a year ago now at this point, I guess, with Lover... No, that was more two years ago, a year and a half, whatever. You yeah. get what I mean. End of 19. End of 2019. But this quality-wise, just as a general, like, line graph, like, th this is still on the uptrend from folklore. Like, this is a big step up, in my opinion. This feels like Taylor Swift is at her best right now. Yeah. At least the best Taylor Swift that we've seen in a long time. Absolutely. This feels the best state of mind she's been in since probably Red came out back 2012 era. Definitely the most era. thoughtful that I've ever yes. heard her. I don't know that that album has aged as well as these will because she was kind of young in her songwriting. Immature. But getting in back to I'm not absorbing this money, right? This is kind of... This feels artistic to me. This feels Absolutely. like way more intentional than a reputation or a even a 1989 fun as it is still the money grab that's what everyone wanted this is what she wanted i'm working excited with to the listen people to this. that she wants to work with and i think pairing with bon Iver is one of the best things that she ever did for her they music. go so well together yeah absolutely they can't, they, especially when whenever their vocals come together, which I guess we have two really good examples of this um, at this point, they complement each other so well. Absolutely, they Agreed. sound like lovers on their songs. Yeah, the it's chemistry crazy. is yeah, undeniable. On it, it's just killer. I think I can attribute that word to this record pretty much as a whole. The songwriting is so much better. So much less of the fat has been cut, or so much more of the fat. Sorry, has been cut out, and. The thing is, even for the tracks that I don't particularly appreciate, I can see cases being made for every single one of them, which I can't give to any other Taylor Swift record in mind right now. Like, I, all of these tracks have very, very good qualities about them, even the tracks that I'm not super hot on. And that's really impressive to me. And I really hope that this upward trajectory continues. 
because if it does, we could be seeing a very, very good, like, we're talking, getting up into their, like, the top 10 albums of the year if if we see this upward trend keep going. And I'm excited for that. That's something that I'm actually genuinely excited about and looking forward to. Were you concerned about the content on this when it came out or were you just excited like in, were you were you when you saw in this, relation to folklore yes were you like oh this isn't good this is why'd you do this so quickly because that was my first I, I i was very inclined to think that way i saw it and i was like oh this is too soon what well, don't put out the b-sides yet but no, no it's no, not b-sides it is good it's, it is its own thing it is the godfather part two <laughs> it is Toy Story 2. It's Toy Story 2. All it's right. good. It is very good. I really do agree with that. I think that just about covers everything that I have for the positives. Maybe we'll bring something else up in the next session inadvertently. But are you ready to talk about some negatives here? Okay, so, um, even though I really like this record, it's obviously not going to be perfect yet, and I think one of my biggest problems with the record overall would probably be some of the lack of diversity in the track list, just in terms of, like, even tempo. Some of these tracks, she really takes her time with them, and she's very patient about them, which there's nothing particularly wrong with, but sometimes these tracks just never gather enough steam and it causes the track list to kind of flatline a little bit in my opinion and sometimes creates a little bit of a lull. I don't think that going back to this, I'll be ever listening to the record all the way through in one sitting again. I think I'll be going back to it in certain stints, like listening to it in like three song increments or something like that, picking some of my favorites out of the track listing. I just think she needed some more upbeat tempos to even out some of the slower tracks, which even some of the slower tracks are incredible. Like Happiness is an incredible ballad in the track listing, which is really a, a builder of a track and really hits you with some gorgeous chord progressions at the end as well as cowboy like me a cowboy like me is kind of like that as well i think there's also a male voice in cowboy like me what that i wasn't really able to identify but it was a nice addition to the song but just in relation to some of the songs around them more more happiness than cowboy like me i just think it creates a really odd dynamic in the track listing that kind of makes for less of a streamlined listen and kind of causes it again to lull a little bit as well as just some of the songs on here don't live up to the rest of them still we've still got those kinks to work out her songwriting isn't completely fleshed out yet i think that willow um as a song could have been better written especially in the chorus part i think the chorus is a little bit awkward i still like the track though overall again the plucky guitars on this track absolutely incredible tis the damn season this is the only track that I was really scratching my head at. Like, why was this on here? This weird alternative Christmas track? It just never really goes anywhere at all. Um, and it's probably the least interesting song on the record. Again, I could probably still see an argument being made for it. Less so for this track, though. And I thought the Coney Island featuring the National... I feel like the National was a bit of a weird pick. I don't know how well he complimented this song in retrospect. Off the top of my head, I can't really think of anybody who would have complimented it better. 
like a really strong male voice like that. Maybe just another Bone of Air track, like have him twice on the record. Maybe that would have worked better. That definitely would have worked better. But hey, that's just my opinion again. Again, the track is ungodly sad and really plays into that emotion and does a good job of it. So like, it's kind of forgivable in the end. Marjorie was kind of weird lyrically. I think that was one of like the, what are the, never be so clever you forget that be kind and it's just kind of repetitive a little bit at the beginning not that it's a bad song though i don't think it's one of the uh worst songs on here at all i just thought that lyrically it could have used a little bit more variance but there wasn't really any other than like just the overall tempo of the record i couldn't find anything that like was a really glaring through line about the record i didn't have anything that was like staring me in the face wrong but in some ways it's almost too mellow for me in some ways I kind of need, I, I just want something a little, and this might just, I'm going to keep backtracking here. This might just be my listening taste and less so, to do with the album. But that, I, a lot of times I was just wishing for something punchier. That sounds a lot like my problem. Just worded differently. Like I could okay. have used a couple more long story shorts. Long story short was a really nice tempoed song. Like it really got me going. Yeah. And it's actually really fun to drum to. There you believe go. Believe it or not. But I believe you needed more tracks like that in no body, no crime that just have more body to them because some of these tracks here are kind of skeletal in a way and really rely on her as a singer and the instrumental just being very like building towards a, a bigger point, I guess, which I think some of the tracks do well here um, with some of like the orchestration that comes in toward the end of some of these tracks, like the violins and everything and the cellos. Those are fantastic. But again, you just need a little more body to your record, in my opinion, in some of these areas. I'm with you. Okay. I agree on that. Willow was a little lackluster. I think Willow was not fully fleshed out. Dothoria, like the very beginning of it, kind of reminded me of like the... What's that train song? The, in the now she's of the back in the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, just that like vocal Drops contour that she has. Drops of Jupiter. It really struck me as odd. Um, it's also just not one of the better tracks on here. I just really think to it do could have used more different. body yeah. in some areas. Yeah. That's my biggest gripe, I think. And it's not even really that big, in my opinion. It could just, the album itself, maybe you could use just a little more cutting out the fat and just keep writing your fucking songs and get better at it, in my opinion. Like, that's that's what'll really improve the album experience from Taylor Swift, in my opinion. That's gonna be that's gonna be the kicker. That's gonna be the key. Well, I guess that's where we are now. This is where we are. We this really we like are. a Taylor Swift record. Uh oh. I feel like a stranger in my own skin. Are we ready to close this out then? I mean yeah, let's that was kinda it. short. That was shorter than I expected. Let's get it. That's what she said. Okay. Taylor Swift has pulled one out on this one. She has poured one out for the homies. All of the wood song loving boyos. Wood song? All those alternative kids. Yeah, all of all of those kids who don't listen to radio are now listening to Taylor Swift. Either that Us. or hating her for gentrifying their favorite genre. That's just people who Which are complaining guy, and obnoxious. You're gonna go fuck yourself. Hey, 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 hey. Reel it in. Okay, be, really ni- be nice. We want even the angry people to listen to us. Okay, that's fair. 
I'm sorry. Sound Audits is a place for all, but... You're fucking wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Why do you care so much? I just stop caring. Just give up. (laughs) I don't don't mean... That's really morbid. No, I don't mean like die. I just mean just stop caring. Stop. Don't let... Don't let people bother you that much. Ugh. We're kidding. That's a joke, by the way. I'm. I feel morally obligated to. Say no, that I. Was a joke. I do mean give up. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know about Ian. I think Taylor Swift did a fantastic job on this across the board. I think that this is probably even a one-up from Folklore. I think that this album is at least a little bit more cohesive than folklore was agreed and i don't i don't know if i agree with you where she trimmed away more fat but she just made the she just improved on the fat a little bit okay i can you see know? that you know i think i think that the that there are still songs that probably could have been cut or maybe reworked a little bit probably should have said this before i there's definitely songs that could use some reworking and restructuring and maybe add some punchier instruments. I would have liked that. Yeah, I I still think that this one was put together better than the last one. And I think she has just been on a tear writing, so she's getting all of these things out. And really, uh, there's no song that like sticks out to me real bad that it should have been cut. It's They're fine. I think that this is an improvement. And the way that she writes on this one and she kind of mixes in her own biography into like her storytelling i think it's really clever and something that i don't i there's no way i could do and that i haven't really i don't know heard other people do very much using a gold rush as a metaphor for this relationship that she's going through like it's here and gone far more mature on this record less bogged down in minutia of relationships and stuff not writing those like tweeny breakup songs anymore right like she's a fully grown woman at this point and it shows on her music she's just far wiser in my opinion yes that was very eloquent oh thank you you fixed what i was trying to say (laughs) just slap a band-aid on my sentence (laughs) oh my god shut up your fucking sentence is not an open wound. This is my favorite Taylor Swift record. Oh. This has been my favorite listen. It's um, probably her best record. I, this is be real. the best in terms of through with songwriting, like her lyricism on point a lot of times, only a couple of minor fuck ups. Um, like some of my, no, definitely my favorite Taylor songs or Taylor Swift songs show up on this record. Like, I just hope it's an upward trajectory from here. I really hope this is not a one-off thing. I hope she carries the momentum, keeps it going, cuts out even more of the fat next time, and ups her songwriting chops. Like, turns the knob from great songs up to fucking incredible songs. That's what I want. But she cut out a lot of the mediocrity with this record. And that is something that I'm very proud of. And I will stick with that statement probably until I die. Thank you very much. This is this was a great listen for me. And it just made me happy to see her on an upward trend like this. She's also established herself in my mind. Taylor Swift is a legitimate player in 2021 yeah. in the music industry. Someone in the that, songwriting someone, field in general. Someone that I am looking at and taking very seriously right now you can and take that it a is lot more seriously. not something that i would have expected to be saying a year ago two years ago dropping reputation and lover 
Agreed. Would not have seen this coming. Who did? But it is an exciting time. Two to surprise be alive. albums and two very, very pleasurable surprises, if I yeah. may if I may say so myself. What are you feeling in grades? Seven point nine to an eight. Woo or maybe even an eight point one on a good day. Um I'm thinking like a seven point six. Okay. Well that's fair. But I really think this was a jump, in my opinion. I do like, too. I think this is good enough to be almost a two point jump. This is a letter grade jump from my last one. So I'm happy. I'm really excited for the next project. I'm excited for the next output from Taylor Swift. And if she needs to take her time, Taylor, please do that. Agreed. No rush. You don't have to hibernate through the winter and then drop another one. It is okay. If you really feel we're good, we can wait. Yes. Yeah, you've given us enough pure material at this point. Yes. You can hold your fan base over. You're good. You're... I hope you made a fat bag with these fucking records. <laughs> you know she did. Even though it wasn't a 1989 or anything like that, you didn't drop another Shake It Off. Please don't do that. Keep doing this. Because like this really make me happy. It makes me happy. What I'm if, not saying t- Shake It Off is terrible or anything. What if we got you know a, what I mean. You know what, what I fucking mean. folky Shake It Off. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. We I think new, that just about wraps it up. We right? have new episodes every week. We're trying out a new thing. We're posting the episodes at the very beginning of the week. So like if late you Sunday, right Sunday night, yeah. So that Monday morning on your commute to work or school or, or school, whatever or to grandma's house. Grandma loves sound audits. You I can hope so. pull it up as soon as you want. Sunday night, Monday the rest of the week we're back on that train we're trying to get some stuff out sound audits what the fuck are you doing yeah who are you if you're not having family time sitting the kiddos down around the campfire with sound audits what the fuck are you doing cunts (laughs) (laughs) you can go to our website soundaudits.com we're getting caught up on all the stuff follow us on instagram follow us on instagram we will be we are updating that regularly sounds like tyler's doing some clips now from the sound audits yeah uh from the episodes and shit with subtitles i'm still gonna be doing some recs and everything maybe even some changing up in the way we do our whole feed and everything maybe we'll change up our instagram feed here and there aesthetics are changing brands changing we're excited just be on the lookout for new new content seriously follow that fucking instagram if you want to stay updated Go give it a follow, sound audits. That's all you have to do. Type it type it in Instagram. And listen to this album. Do, please. Um, and honestly, I know Taylor Swift is like one of the most followed people on Instagram. So you're likely followed her following her at this point. But if you're not, do it. You, you might consider it. Yeah, now. get on it. You might consider it. Because I'm considering it. Very serious. Oh wow. <laughs> you're like writing out a pro con list. Pros far outweigh the cons. What are you waiting for? <laughs> we just don't want people At least to know. This, nah, nah. I'm gonna do it right after this. I got you for sure. All right. Go have a safe week. Until the next time, we will see you in the next episode. Keep staying safe. Keep wearing that mask until you get faxed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's my new tagline. We will see you in the next one. Oh, go donate, donate for the price of two gumballs, please. Ninety-nine cents. Link in you bio. Can support. Two broke, broke college, college kids. kids. Oh, that was fucking high five. Hell yeah. Six feet away. Yeah. Totally. Mask on. Mask on. What's the, the future song? Whatever. Uh, we're rambling. Have a safe week. We will see you in the next one. Peace out.